No one ever saw this coming, but here we are, bonded forever by the same ex-husband. Once arch enemies and now partners in crime, we journey to the edge of sanity to uncover the dark truth about our ex-husband. My name is Athena. And I'm Amber. And we are the creators of Ex-Wives Undercover. This podcast is based on real-life events that are portrayed to the best of Athena and Amber's memory and also backed by court records and other factual evidence. While all the stories in the podcast are true, some names and identifying details have been changed to protect the privacy of the people involved. I'm sure you are all jumping for joy that I finally saw the light. While it sucked to know the truth, I was relieved to have answers now to the constant red flags that I had experienced with Ben for the last five years. So here's where we're at now. While I thought that I uncovered a lot, little did I know that it was just the tip of the iceberg. At this point, this is the only information that I actually had confirmed. Number one, Ben was not only living with me in Hillsborough, but that he had kept the townhouse in Bothell, Washington, that he rented while he was allegedly sick. Number two, he was cheating on me with Avery. And number three, he did not work at Nike. What I did not have definitive proof on and could only make assumptions on that he was lying was that he wasn't raped by Daisy. And to this very day, years later, he still sticks to this story. That he never had cancer, Again, he still, to this very day, does not admit that he wasn't sick. And I did not know with proof that he didn't have the $21 million. Now, don't forget, I still did not know anything about Deanna nor the girl from Norway. I also had no clue that he was embezzling money from his company and pretending to be Athena and her husband on the court-approved parenting plan. As you can imagine, I still had a lot of uncovering to do, and in this chapter, the A-team unites to get to the bottom of all the crazy. Now, on with the story, Season 1, Episode 29, The A-team. This is literally a volcanic eruption. Like, yes. everything was coming to a head at this point. Yes. Um, even with me, like, I was so over him, and... He would come over the house and I would just be like, God, like, you're so faking it. Like, I know you must live in Oregon. Like, you're such a fucking liar. You know, your fake stuff. Just say, I don't give two shits. And he'd be like, you're turning my hair gray, Athena. Like, fuck, you're all my stress. I have no stress in my life. You are it. You are the only person because you never believe anything I'd say. Why can't you just believe me? Look at my hair. I'm losing my hair. I've never had this much gray. And I'm like, it's all an act. And I, I was like, Ben, yeah. I was like, I don't feel sorry for you, number one. Number two, everything that is going on in your life and all the stress in your life has zero to do with me. It is all on you. You create all your stress, all your drama. You're a liar. If you yeah. just keep it real with me, hey, I said, move to fucking Oregon, please. Yeah, go. I told but, you. Yeah. Go. We'll work it out. It'll be fine. But you are carrying on this crazy shit. So at that point, that was the stress that I thought that existed was 
him pretending to go to not live in Oregon, but really live in Oregon. He just wouldn't come clean. Little did I know that, no, he had like three or four fucking girlfriends. Yeah. It was and, just like, what? and he still yeah. blamed me. And like, can you imagine? I was the one. Oh, I know. And can you imagine poor little Sydney? She just keeps getting more and more women added to her plate and more yeah. and more stress on her plate. No wonder she went mute and wouldn't talk. And Fuck. you thought she had issues. She did have issues. She was like, yeah. I'm nine years old and I have so much weight on my shoulders. And if I mess up and say the wrong thing, Amber's going to find out. I'm going to be in trouble. My mom's going to find out. Poor little thing. Sometimes when you go looking for the truth, what you find is a whole lot more than you anticipated. On December 8th, 2018, I discovered that my whole entire world was nothing but a lie and that the man who I married was just a fictional character in my head. Everything was becoming more and more clear to me. It was as if I could see for the first time. Be careful that you're not digging for stupid reasons because you're always going to find more than what you thought. Sometimes it's not a big deal. Sometimes it is a big deal. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you make it up to be a big deal. But you need to be prepared because when you go digging, what you uncover could change your life. And reading that, it just reminded me of that and boy is that factual in this case yeah Um, because you just you uncovered a lot you realize and we end episode 28 with you completely coming coming to a realization that your whole relationship was full of so many lies so many As I impatiently waited for Ben to drive to our house in Hillsboro from Seattle, I went over in my head all the things I just figured out. I'm not sure if I was in a state of shock or what, but the tiger didn't show itself that night. I didn't want to even look at that man, let alone talk to him. Ben arrived home late that night, and of course he went into full denial mode. But it fell on deaf ears, though, and I didn't even have the strength to put up a fight. I did get a few choice words in as I carried our dog Boogie up the stairs to go to bed. Right after I called him a weirdo, I saw the remote control to the TV go whizzing past my head. He could throw whatever he wanted at me though, because all I knew was that I felt a sense of peace in knowing it was finally over and I could be free to be happy again. You didn't even waste yeah. your time. No, I was just... That's I when called- you know you're done. They say when, yeah. when you stop fighting, you know that's... That's when you have to be worried because yeah, you know, I, don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, I just knew what I needed to do. The next morning, I woke up to a flood of concerned text messages from my family. Are you okay? What's going on? And after quickly reading through them, I realized Ben had sent a group text message to my entire family asking for them to come get me and that I was out of control and he felt scared. He then went on to explain that he locked himself in our downstairs bedroom to keep me away from him. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. So then I was so, oh, he's so psycho. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, then I was pissed and then Patiger came out and I stormed downstairs. Mm -hmm. I tried to open the downstairs bedroom. He locked himself in there. It's like seven o'clock. And so I start shaking the door, get your ass up right now. And he kept saying like, go away. I'm like, you just scared my whole family over nothing so I'm kicking the door like 
I'm going to keep kicking until you wake up. Like, this is ridiculous. So I'm knocking, I'm shaking, I'm kicking. And he finally opens the door and I'm just livid. Like, what is wrong with you? You are the worst human being, apparently, that I've ever met. And you are trying to make me look like the bad guy and concerning my family. I'm asking you to pack your bags and leave. No, I'm not packing my bags. You're waking up at six in the morning. I'm sleeping. You're a cheater. You're a liar. I'm not a cheater. I'm not a liar. I'm asking you for a divorce. I'm asking you to get out of my life. You're abusive. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, no. No, I'm not abusive. Did you not throw shit last night? I threw a a remote. Yeah, exactly. Nowhere near you. Oh, right. You cheated. I have evidence of that too. No, I didn't. (laughs) Right. I have evidence. Just get out of here. I'm calling your mom. (laughs) She's not going to answer. She fucking hates you. She thinks you're a slimy piece of shit like we all do. So we're getting a divorce and you're getting out of my life. Finally. I'm glad that it came to a head. Truly. Like you did this to yourself. Get out of here no, now. No. No. Oh, you want to, you want to. No, I want you to leave the room. Leave. You want to manhandle me? I want to know why you're flipping out like a weirdo. Because I'm sleeping right now. Okay. But if you wanted to sleep, then you wouldn't be texting my mom bullshit like i'm it wasn't bullshit what is wrong with you i asked you a question last night i asked you me a question you came in here attacking me and calling me oh my god this is is it saying i'm a weirdo because this is what you do you're a victim as always i'm asking you about discrepancies no you said you're gonna film me so get out of here no Get out of here now. No, we need to resolve this right now. It's 730 in the morning. Get out exactly. of here now. You started this. I'm sleeping. No, exactly. You started this. You started this, so please answer my question. My mom doesn't want to hear from you. Like, they don't believe you. They don't believe okay, you, Brandon. get out of here now. No, I don't. I, I live in this house. So, I'm packing your shit today. So, when you leave... Everything that you own will you're not be. Touching anything, yes, right? I am. No, you're not. We're getting. Yes, I am. No, you're I'm not. moving it to a storage unit. Yes, I am. You're not touching anything in my. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You no, want to see? Not. You want to wait and see? I'm done. You're getting out of my life for good. Oh my fucking god! I couldn't believe he was setting me up like that. There was no argument the night before. Nothing, and he knew it. What kind of monster was I dealing with? Well, I was about to find out. My family was clearly worried and didn't believe a word Ben told them. They were aware of his mental health issues and didn't know what he'd do and advised me to call the police. But when they got to my house, Ben acted completely normal and schmoozed the male police officers by talking sports. And before I knew it, they were asking me to leave so Ben could go back to sleep and catch up on rest before driving back to Seattle. You've got to be kidding me. I couldn't even believe what I was hearing, and I could see the smirk on Ben's face as I stormed out of my house. Okay, no, I'm not leaving my house. I just called you for help. I'm the one that is asking, and they basically kicked me out of my house. And granted, like, they could see me getting more agitated and i'm exactly. like me too, and he's calm home. cool and collected yeah he's just over there grinning and i'm like getting pissier and bitchier no i'm not effing leaving and i'm i then i'm getting 
you know, yep, we point. look like the crazy ones. Yes, exactly. So there is no training. And I'm like, us. I can't believe you're um, talking football right now. This is so inappropriate. And I have to say later that afternoon, the police officer called me back and apologized. And really? yeah, he did because I started crying on the phone and then I told him the, the real true story. And he's like, oh my God. Do you remember me? It was right before Christmas calling you and being like, guess what I discovered? It is fucking done. And we didn't have a fight, but the next day you were texting me. So tell everyone, because I still can't even fathom other than he was trying to basically smear my name with you guys. Well, he was texting us and saying that you basically off your rocker out of control and he was afraid of you now mind you're a little tiny thing and he's a big six foot three guy and i'm thinking how is he afraid of you and he was afraid of you he's she's coming after me she's up in the bedroom right now but but you need to come and get her now because uh, i'm afraid she's going to be after me and she'll be down here she's not here down here now but she'll be back by morning and so, so come and get her right now <sighs> So did he, that's so crazy. Did he text you that night then? Yeah. Because I don't. That night. Or no, it had to be that night because I distinctly remember he said she will be back at it by morning. Come and get her now, please. Yeah. Did you guys respond to him? What'd you guys say? Nope. I didn't. We, I, we did not even respond to him. Oh, really? No, oh, no kidding. I never, I, I don't what Stacy did, but I never said a word to the guy. I, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh my god! I know. I couldn't even believe it because I, I know you. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he was okay. I'm sure you could not have hurt him. I've never and, even hit him I, I, ever. <laughs> He's never hit me. I've never hit him. We've never had a physical altercation. You're upset. You're verbal. In that yes. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't laughable, but I knew that you'd found out. By you had some proof for once that you know some of these things you were wondering about, and you were mad. But I know there wasn't a big knockdown, dragout fight. Like he was trying to, he was saying that he's he's afraid of you. I can't handle it. I'm afraid she's well, she'll be downstairs. She's up there now, but she'll be down by morning. Please. I'm surprised that he even <laughs> thought that you guys would side with him. But again, I, he's already painted the picture from a couple years prior when he sent me to the psych ward, basically at the yeah. hospital. So that was, I mean, Stacey which was a joke. Then he drove all the way up there and it was nothing. I know. It was nothing. I thought, what in the world? He's trying to pit, he's, like, yeah. I don't know, like get some leverage on me so that people nothing. will all think terribly <laughs> of me psycho I guess it can't be you can't believe anything she says she's out of her mind she's suicidal and I thought oh my gosh if anything you know you weren't suicidal you were totally mad all the time you were mm -hmm. so so stressed because you knew that a lot of this stuff was probably lies and you were set out to try and prove some of them you know as many of them as you could it's like you were not going to give up until you could really solve some of these mysteries some of these lies i know and that's such a fault of mine too because i was on a mission it was like fbi mode i'm gonna it break was, this case and like i was addicted to it i every single day i spent time on trying to figure out the mm -hmm. answers 
Ben left to Seattle later that day, but before he did, he ransacked Sydney's bedroom, the one I worked so hard on making perfect, and he took everything along with multiple items from our home. He was going to make sure I had nothing, and he even sent me a message threatening to do so. So in a complete panic mode, I called my closest friends and told them about the situation. Within hours, my besties and their husbands and even their kids were there helping me my worst hour. We moved everything into a storage unit and me into my parents' house. When I finally had a moment to breathe, I called Athena, and we talked for hours comparing stories. I think both of us were in complete shock as we peeled back the layers of lies Ben had told both of us for so many years. Do you remember just comparing stories with Athena? Oh yeah. And her husband. And how fun that was. Like that was great. I know. I remember it was like we knew like, each other. I, I know her, but I don't. I mean yeah. I her, but I don't you know, I haven't met her yet. But I mean it was great talking to her because it's like, oh, somebody else has the same stories, similar stories that have gone on with this guy. Oh. I know. I remember just thinking, oh my God, she's not horrible at all. She's great. And her husband's fantastic. And we and had so fun. much fun. Yes. Yeah. She was like, funny. Oh gosh, this is not the person you thought she was. Yeah. And I know. The, the story that he told you, this is not the same person. No. But yeah. after the big blow up, I did consult with a lawyer, but I hadn't pulled the plug yet because then the apology campaign turned on and then he was going to kill himself. Do you remember all this in December? And it was yeah. like hounding me and stalking me and please don't pull the plug. Please don't talk to the lawyer. And he sent you guys all an apology email. Do you remember? Yeah, I never I never responded to him. Did you want to? No. <laughs> no, I was done. I was done. I thought this I'm done. I don't Yeah, I remember he sent apology and I don't think I said anything. I, I don't think I responded. Did Stace or anybody? No, I, oh, no, I take it back. I think I said thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I think I did say thank you. Like, okay, I guess I have to respond to something. So I said thank you. And I figured that was enough. I, you know, it's just like, hmm. I just didn't want more to do with this. I know. I didn't either. It was so hard, though, because then Sydney was involved and I felt like I was in a rock and a hard place. Like I didn't want to leave her with him because then I knew that he really is a crazy fuck. Yeah. I could tell right away that we had each other's backs this time and there was no way we would ever tolerate him pitting us against each other again. As we realized the depths of Ben's issues and how his mental health had skewed his parenting abilities, it was more apparent than ever that we needed to protect Sydney and seek an emergency order with the family court. I promised Athena that I would help her in any way I could and offered to write a declaration on her behalf explaining all of the events that transpired over the last five years with Ben. Were you feeling nervous to reach out to me? Was your fight or flight just going to where you didn't even care? Like, how were you thinking? Maybe a little bit of nerves. Well, writing the, the actual text message, balls to the wall, man. I didn't care. I, okay, I did okay. not care. I was just like, well, let's add Kristen. Well, add Ben. Yeah. <laughs> it's party. Should I add in? Yeah, let's do this now. Let's I do just it. had us three, but I was like, done. Fuck it. 
So no, that's the vibe I got. Okay. That's the vibe I got. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I love when grandma Jeannie would be like in the mix. I know. So by the time I got moved the following day, I was on speakerphone and my mom's sitting at the end of my bed. Like what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, she's telling me this. I was like, let me just put Athena on speaker. So grandma Jeannie would chime in and we were all laughing. It was just like we had known each other for years. I know. It's the funniest thing. Chris would be and, chiming and, in in the background and we'd all be laughing. And oh, I don't know. It was a very strange, like all of a sudden it clicked that you weren't the bad guy. And you never were the bad guy. And, and then it was, was funny. Like, oh. like I, I cared what your mom thought um, more than I think I cared about what you <laughs> thought, which is so silly. So funny. But um, because... I knew you're being so wrapped up in his lies and things, but then here's your mother who is like, she's very much like uh, your mom. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then just, I was like, yeah. I don't want somebody's mom being like, I don't know. No. Kind of like I'm a sensitive dork and I'm just like, I don't want her mom being bad things about me. It's not even true. You know what I mean? I know. I know. And, so, and she immediately was like, Oh my God, I love her. She is great. And yeah, and she and was, was so talking, nice. Yeah. But I was nervous at first. Like, is she going to believe this? Is she believing you Amber? Like I can only be me. I can only be myself. And, um, but it felt so easy. Just like you said. Yeah. All of us were just, I mean, I thought she I was totally on the same page. She was <laughs> Yeah, everyone. It was like, Thank you, Jesus. Amber finally saw the light. They never would say it to me <laughs> all these years, but I think they're all like, thank you. As Chris and I finished up with dinner, Amber sent another text. This time, it was a picture of Ben and a blonde woman cheek to cheek. She asked if we had seen this picture already on Facebook. And with the way that Amber had asked the question, it sounded like maybe others had seen the image and possibly alerted her to it. I replied and I told her I was clueless about who this woman was. That's when she said that this was a picture off of Ben and the woman he was having an affair with's Facebook account. Chris and I tried to wrap our heads around what crazy situation Ben had now gotten himself into. But you sent the initial bomb, then you resent a text because you were like, oh wait, let me include everyone on this. And we we're like, whoa. So now Ben's on it, Chris and I are all on it. I remember us sitting at the dinner table going, oh, shit. Yeah. And Ben never said anything, right? He never tried to. I don't Mm -hmm. think so. Okay, yeah. I think he texted me separately Mm -hmm. an hour or so later. Um, But then you were like, "Uh, did you see the photo of them, him and his new girlfriend together? And we were like, what? And I remember going, what? Because then you're like, hold on, let me get it. So you must have screenshot it and sent it to us. And we were like, oh, shit. Like. When we were literally um, mind blown, like last uh, chapter episode, because we just thought he was being a um, inconsiderate and irresponsible um, father with the schedule changes and things. But then when you say these things and you send the photo, it's like, oh my goodness. Wow. And you at that point, didn't even realize that Sydney had been involved with this woman right off the bat. Right. So my mind did not even go there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. on your end, you're just like, Oh, he's been cheating on her. And I'm sure you had inklings. He's been on dating sites that you've caught him on or like your friends have seen him on over the years. And it's just like, whatever. That's true. But 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 it's still just as a year or two. Yeah, exactly. And it's just as surprising. It's just as shocking. It doesn't change anything when you finally are like, you know, true, true. I texted Amber and I asked if I could call her. She replied promptly with, yes. 
Chris thankfully took the kids upstairs to get cleaned up and ready for bed, and I made my way into a quiet room downstairs to call Amber. I had zero clue how this conversation with Amber would go and if she would actually open up and tell me the whole truth about what was going on between them. I was optimistically cautious as I called her. I wasn't sure if this was just going to be a small spat between them and she was just going to try to ruffle his feathers by texting all of us on that group thread, or if this really was the end of a five-year-old nightmare that I had been drugged into. How do you know that she was really done? How do you know that it's just not going to be like a replay of what happened a few years ago? I will say, to go a little bit more in depth, that hearing you be so angry and forward was an indicator for me because... The first time we met, you were surprised to hear me say that I thought that you weren't as forthcoming as you thought you were being with me, like, or as, um, I was holding oh, back because yeah, I was protecting I like, him still. And that's what I felt and saw with you, but you kind of were surprised that I saw that because maybe you didn't completely think that at the time, but this time you were so open you were like gushing and telling me things to where mm -hmm. I knew you were not protecting him anymore and you were so done and you want to get to the bottom of it now I finally feel like like we're on even playing field now Amber answered my call immediately and with ease we dove straight into what was going on I could instantly tell that she was 100% done with Ben by the way she was opening up to me about everything I first asked her what was going on, and I felt like we were talking a hundred miles a minute, trying to sort through all the random events that had transpired in the months leading up to that day. Amber went on to tell me all about this woman named Avery and how Ben had made up the crazy stories about her initially, but that she couldn't put it to rest and that she had uncovered multiple lies regarding this woman and was able to finally put the pieces all together. I was dumbfounded listening to the things she was telling me. In the meantime, Avery responded to my message, and I also had a very long conversation with her as well. As expected, she confirmed everything and then some. She told me that her and Ben had been dating for more than a year, and that they had even talked about marriage and having children of their own, and that she had even spent time at his mom's house with Sydney. This was even worse than I could even imagine. And trying to hold back my shock and tears, I just listened to her going on and on about the nursery in her home for their future baby and the room she decorated for Sydney. If that wasn't enough, she was texting with Ben during our conversation and then would forward me what he was telling her. Pouring salt into my already fresh wound, I then had to read messages from my husband denying he was married to me and that I was lying and crazy. It was really hard to hear it because I had already watched her in pictures for a year with my husband, which is awful. It's awful. Yeah. I cried so many times and then to actually hear it and then someone who's had fertility issues hearing another woman saying, oh yes, we were going to try to have a baby. And he actually had me go to the doctor to make sure I was okay to have babies because I'm in my late thirties and we had a room ready. To I wanted to die. It was so hard. I had to keep my cool that day, but I remember just like sweating because I was just, I couldn't sit down. I was pacing my house, all these things going, that was my future. And I'm listening to someone else say that that was her future and her life. And it felt like, um, I don't know if you like get territorial. That's my stepdaughter. She's not your stepdaughter. This is my yeah. relationship. This is my husband. That's his family that are my family. 
I felt very like invaded. I don't yeah. know if anyone, I mean, obviously people have been cheated on and it's no, horrible. it's a like, natural, it's a natural like, reaction. Absolutely. Like you don't want to be mad at her because she even if he's stressing. a piece of shit, you still, yeah, yeah you still feel territorial. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's horrible. just, I mean, she was getting fed complete garbage lies about me. So I understand like how she fell for it. But then I'm sitting here like, she's, she's a really nice girl. I actually really enjoyed my talk with her. Like she, yeah. she, she was like us, like she was really I nice. And it's like, you don't want to like her, but then you're like, she's really nice. I, I do like her <laughs> 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 or whatever. You know what I mean? But I could still tell that um, she, she was giving him the opportunity to explain himself. And I've already gone through it, like we've said. And so literally as she's telling me about their, plans and their lives together and I'm just so hurt going but wait his family knows he's married I just saw his mom and I know. his aunt and you yeah. slept at her house she's like yes me and Sydney and Ben would sleep at his mom's house on the weekend her house on the weekend and so I just felt so betrayed Avery asked to see our home I'm not sure if she just needed proof or what but I obliged with a FaceTime call I took her through each room and showed her his side of the closet, his dresser with his wedding ring sitting on top, the stacks of mail in his name, and the boxes of personal memorabilia from baby books to his baseball card collection. And she wasn't mean to me this time. She wasn't like the tiger that I met. That's what I'm saying. Prior. I think she really she was, was wanting. I think she was putting yeah, out there. She's because done. She's just done. Like she's feeling. What's going on? Something's not yeah. right. So I'm telling her. I am married to him. I do live with him. He lives in Oregon full time. He's telling her like, oh, don't worry about it. Amber's full of shit, basically. And I'm like, uh, wow. In real time, my husband's texting his mistress and saying, I'm not telling her the truth. And that's how I felt with you, girl. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was like an absolute replay of exactly uh, that. Yes. She like go explode out of your skin like Incredible yes. Hulk. Like, it came back what? around. It the came back happening? around. Oh yes. my God. It was, yes. it's so hard because you so desperately want the truth to be known, yes. but you can't, the more you force it, you look crazy and like, yeah, uh, it's just so, yeah. yeah. It's awful. Yep. It's just awful. So, and I, <laughs> I know, oh, right? God. And and the more you try to convince, I feel like they think you're lying. So I was, it was, I know. And that's why I, I got love. her on a FaceTime. I got her on a FaceTime. I love and that. I love that. So the only problem was that that was the same weekend that we got in that big fight. I called the cops and then I packed up the whole that's house. Right. So nothing and was there. Nothing was there, but there was some, his belongings. She saw everything. So I'm like, how can you, here's bills. I remember Why wasn't he bills. wearing his ring? He took it off. We got in a fight. Oh, so how easy that could be to flip. She has all my stuff there. We're separated. We're divorcing. Yeah, but I, he was saying that he never I moved know. to Oregon. He's like, I never oh, moved to Oregon. Oh, oh, yes. oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. So she's thinking, what? She oh, didn't even know anything gosh. about Oregon. So, so slam like, dunk, slam dunk. Buddy. Yeah. So I thought, she's like, I'm done. I'm so done with him. And then I was too. So I, I think that's when she connected with you. I can't remember. But yeah. I stopped talking to her for the rest of December. So just after that big blow up, me and her had conversation. I thought she was done with him. And then I, he tried yes. to get me back. The nightmare was far from over, though. I still had a little feist left in me, and I managed to blast him on social media and declared to the world that my marriage was officially over. But within a very short period of time, I received a ding on Facebook Messenger. Oh God, not again. 
This time, it was a woman named Jordan. She told me that she saw my post on Facebook and felt I needed to know that she too had been having relations off and on with my husband for the last several years. I guess when it rains, it pours, and for the next couple of hours, I had to endure even more explicit details of their friends with benefits affair. Honestly, I don't even know if I cried at this point. My body was completely numb, and I was just going through the motions. I do something that I shouldn't have, which I'm sure people do. You start spouting off on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Public. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So impulsive. I shouldn't have I done know. it. I try not to air my dirty laundry, but man, I was mad. It was a public comment, too. It was like, I don't even remember what I said. It was did just. Did I ever tell like, you what I did with um, Brad? No. Okay. So did you do a public also, Facebook? <laughs> it's the only time I've ever done it. I so oh I So I found his burner phone in the center console when I went to go move his car. Right. And bring my car in. And I saw this conversation with him, this woman, and he was totally in another relationship. Um, yeah, because I picked the winners, guys. Don't date a man that starts with B. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. Anyway, so I go in the house. I'm so pissed. But before I call him out, I keep my composure. Thanks, Ben. I learned how to be this yeah. grounded, quiet, um, calculated woman because of him. So I go upstairs. I go on Facebook, you know, everybody was typing that moment when blah, 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 blah. Oh, that yeah. moment, I wrote that. So I logged into his Facebook because I didn't trust him and he gave me his passwords. Oh, you I, went on his? As him. Oh my God. Yes. That, that awkward moment when my girlfriend, Athena, moves my car and finds my burner phone in the center console and sees that I've been fucking Rachel, blah, blah, blah. And so he didn't even know. I let oh, it go my for gosh. an hour and a half before so I called it out. Like, uh, Everybody saw it and they were commenting. And, and I remember one of his friends was like, damn, that, oh shit, you're, oh damn, you're in big trouble. You might want they to thought he wrote it. They thought oh, he wrote it. Oh and they were God. like, oh shit, you are fucked. What? <laughs> Why would you do that, Brad? Like, she's a good person. Like, seriously? Why would you fuck it? Okay. And then they're all DMing him. So then and I was he's like, like, what are you talking about? So then I was like, tick, tick, tick. Waiting. I go downstairs. I walk up to him with the bird phone. I throw it at him. Okay. He's six foot seven. Okay. Six foot seven. I'm oh, barely five, three. I thought I grab him. I tell him to get the fuck out of my house. It was like a repeat. I drag him to my front door with super like human strength. Oh, totally. Like, Adrenaline pumping. Oh God. He's like, Oh fuck. I, I was like, how car dare right you? Now. Yeah. I was like how dare you? After everything I went through with men, you saw everything. You know? And I was like, get the fuck out. Crazy Athena emerged. Yeah. I said something to the fact, like be aware of, I don't know, like, the person you think someone is isn't necessarily who they are. Apparently, I married a dirtbag. Oh, so bag. was this a subliminal message? So you were kind of. Nice. Oh no, I still said I'm divorcing. I married a, a cheating dirtbag. Oh, whatever. Yay. And then, of course, then all my friends. It's a public statement, so my friends are chiming in, and I'm calling him not nice things. <laughs> I'm just like this is when I really think I just rage tech just not saying the nicest things, but they're all like he's a piece of crap. I'm like I know and. I get a ding on my Facebook messenger, the beloved little ding. And you know, that's not a good sign. Sure enough. It's Jordan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
She, I don't know why she was looking at my page. I'm not sure. Must've been just checking things out. Yep. So then I'm like, who are you? Well, I'm a girl that your husband's been sleeping with for five years off and on. So I not only had to hear the horrible. Are you glad details. she at least reached out? Oh, I mean, for sure. You, I needed to know. Are you a girl that I wants to know or not know? I do want to know. Okay. So I'm that I, girl I too, did want to know. I have friends that don't want to know. And they've said, I don't want to know, but I I'm think... the girl that wants to know. So remember that friends. I, I want do to know. want to know, but maybe not all the details. <laughs> <laughs> true she got very explicit in her yeah. details and her story need, sharing. yeah i don't we need don't to know vomit. about yeah. sexual positions anything like that i don't want to no. know what you did when i wasn't there <laughs> like i the basics cover basics it. is all i needed and true. i got a little bit I, more than that and so I okay. felt like maybe oh, you didn't no. have to disclose all the personal stuff but i get where she was coming from Amber explained the timeline of events of Ben's shady activities. She mentioned how just a few weeks prior, Ben came up to Washington because CPS had taken Sydney from our home. I immediately stopped her and asked her to repeat what she had just said. Yup, I heard her right the first time. I couldn't help but to laugh. This conversation was becoming more outrageous by the minute. I quickly informed Amber that we were all in Hawaii together during that time that Ben had made that entire story up. It was like a light bulb went off for Amber and I could tell she believed me. I could also tell that she was a completely different woman than the woman that I had met with face to face three years prior. And as we continued to trade information and clarify fact versus fiction for one another, I noticed that Amber kept referencing something called the FamCal app. After the third time she had mentioned it, I asked her, what is a FamCal app? Amber paused briefly and reminded me nonchalantly that, you know, it's that family communication app that we've been messaging back and forth on for the past year. Um, wait, what, what, what communication app? Amber explained the app a bit more in detail and that both Chris and I were both on it. That's when I told her that I had absolutely no idea what she was talking about and that Chris and I have never communicated with her or Ben ever this past year on any type of app. And you still thought it was real because you kept yes. talking to me in regular <laughs> conversation and I didn't want to interrupt you. But then by the third or fourth time you'd said the fam cop, I, I don't know if you remember this, but I said, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I go, I don't mean to interrupt, but what is it? What 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 what's a fam cal app? And you go, uh, app we've been all speaking on. What do you mean? You just say, what do you mean? But you're like, the app that we've all I was been just speaking confused, on. Like, hello? And I was like, the family wizard from years ago? And you were like, the no. fam cop that, that we've been like going back and forth on. And you were just like, still like, come on, catch up. Like, and then I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you go, hold on. Because I honestly don't think that you 100%. And it was not about believing or not believing. I think I almost felt like you thought I was still a little confused in the all of yeah. this commotion. And so you were like, here you go. And in an instant, you sent me screenshots of your and emails like, that were fake. What the fuck? Now I'm pissed. What the hell had he been saying while pretending to be my husband and I? I immediately had flashbacks of the court hearing from 2016 when I found out that Ben had submitted all those fake texts and emails from me in order to fool the social worker into thinking I was the crazy one. That sick son of a bitch has clearly lost his mind. I yelled for Chris to come downstairs, and with Amber on speaker, I told Chris what Amber had just told me. Chris was just as shocked and disturbed as I was. That's when Chris, Amber, and I teamed up to make sure Ben would not get away with what he had done. I asked Amber to quickly take screenshots of the conversation on the app and send them to me before Ben could delete them or cancel the account. 
I knew that I needed to strengthen my arsenal of evidence that I'd been collecting to better defend myself against Ben and family court in the future. These fake documents and impersonations of my husband and I should absolutely help my case. Uh, those aren't me, Amber. I have no fucking, I, Chris, I never don't know what this is. And you were like, are you serious? Yes. So that was a lot thing. to swallow. A full year of fake oh, communication. Yeah. That was a lot to swallow. Oh wow. That's when I, Chris was right there going, oh, what? he's fucking psycho. I know. So that was yet another bomb that I wasn't expecting. Amber and I spoke for at least two hours that night. Those following days, we continued to text and call each other with updates and even more information. The unraveling of Ben's lies began, and when we didn't think it could get any worse, it did. Ben began obsessively calling Chris and I, denying everything Amber was telling us, but Amber and I had promised each other that first night before we hung up the phone that we would absolutely stand firm together and we would refuse to let him manipulate us this time. After only a few more days, Chris and I decided Cindy needed to be removed from Ben's home immediately. The things that we had found out were absolutely disturbing regarding Cindy. Ben had been forcing Cindy to lie to all of us, all of these different women, and it was not okay. She needed to be removed from his care immediately. I found an attorney within a few days and Ben was served. Once he knew his calculated attempts to turn us on one another had failed and that he couldn't play us against each other anymore, Ben took things in an entirely different direction. Ben became the victim. Poor Ben. Like we need to protect Sydney. By the time I called you, the next day it was all of us talking, your mother, Chris and I, I remember kind of being in the kitchen, leaning against the island and just like, talking for probably two hours or more and then chris was with me he was very involved and it was amazing and when we hung up the phone he said he said i don't care if we have to sell our home to pay for an attorney she will not be with him anymore until he gets some help or we get to the bottom of this and then we talked to you about it and you said you would help us to make sure that she was safe moving forward because we had just uncovered that she had multiple homes you know she had a house at like a bedroom at avery's Measure yeah. at your house, measure at my house, lying to me about the marriage, lying about going back and forth between a home that she was pretending not to have in Oregon and the home, two homes like up in Washington. And Deanna, she had been involved with Deanna as well and was made to lie yes. about that. There was car accidents. The list goes on and we'll get into more of those details, but it was awful. And Sydney and so we jumped right on it to what is going on and what her dad's made her do. And it also all of a sudden just clicked to us like, Oh my gosh, when you took her to University of Washington, that's why. That's what that wasn't being why. disclosed in those notes. Like we talked about in the episode, she specifically wrote, there's something else going on. Yeah. So he there's caused his trauma. daughter yeah. incredible emotional trauma. And so it kind of started as me and you. I think it was actually after I talked to Avery that we realized she had a bedroom at Avery's house. And, yeah. and then it just kind of unfolds and it gets worse and worse and worse. And so... I wrote and more out. to that next chapter. I have a yep. lot more that happens. But we got the ball rolling. In. Stories. Yes. You get the ball. We got rolling. the ball rolling. You got I got an, an attorney, attorney, a great family attorney. By the end of all this, forty thousand dollars, all of our savings was gone. Yep. And we thank God we didn't have to sell our house. But the fact that my husband knew that we would do anything to protect her, and not a lot of people would do that. Within two days of the big event that transpired, Ben emailed me. Wow, now my ex-wife, Athena, 
wants to never let me see Sydney again. Great job, Amber. You just had to go for the throat, didn't you? So now you're going to make Sydney suffer too. Great job, you vengeful fucking asshole. Punish the kid too. I hate you. After everything that he did to me, this is what I get? A selfish and narcissistic man gaslighting and making me feel bad for something he did. Unbelievable. For the next couple of weeks, Ben was relentless and begging for me to just see him so he could explain everything. And when I refused, the suicide threats grew stronger and stronger, even doing it while Sydney was with him and asleep in her room. I didn't know what to do and repeatedly threatened to call the police. And I had sent Athena his text threats for her records as well. Everything happened so fast and right before Christmas, no less. But I was done. My mom came with me to the divorce lawyer's office and I began the heartbreaking process of ending things once and for all. But after regularly FaceTiming with Sydney over the last couple of weeks, I couldn't help but feel worried and filled with incredible guilt about what this would do to her. So, a few days before Christmas, Ben begged and pleaded for me to come to Seattle for Sydney's sake. We would exchange gifts and nothing more. Of course, that is never the way it goes, especially when it comes to Ben. He had ulterior motives, and against my better judgment, I went. We all knew that we were gonna have each other's back and do what's best for Sydney. And I asked if you'd write a declaration for me um, once I found the attorney within a few days. And you're like, absolutely. And you drafted it up within like a day or so and mm-hmm. got it over to me. And I had I knew it was gonna be really hard. And I told you, like, after everything I went through in 2016, the lies and the deceit, and you were like, I'm so sorry, I had no idea. He played me. And you were like, I have your back no matter what. Yeah. I'm going to write this out for you and I will follow it through with you. And I believed you 100%. Yeah. And I think that any woman would protect a child. Even if I hated you still, I would still do it for Sydney. Yep. I have. That's why I knew you. Like I knew knew right from wrong. And there was no way that I was going to protect him when it came to that. He was in the wrong. What he did was awful and indespicable. Uh, what he did, I could not turn a blind eye to. You just, you can't deny that. No. These were facts laid out there. There was still more uncovering to do, but at least it was a starting point that we've kind of joined forces. I forced you to go get help because you're fucking up my child. I literally was like, do this, do this, and you get your child back. Go be a better person. What but he doesn't want to wrong. be. He no. doesn't want to be held accountable for anything. He was still in denial mode. And he was not going to fess up that he was cheating with Avery. He was not going to fess up to Jordan. He was not going to fess up to anything. He was still like trying to cover his tracks and seeing if he could play us. And what he didn't realize is that we're all speaking. So anything he tells me, I'm screenshotting it and sending it to you and vice versa. So he's getting more and more flustered because we're all talking. And that's his worst nightmare. His worst nightmare. He hated it. Oh, he hated it. Oh, he freaked out. Yes. So then once... He definitely like, didn't realize it for a little while. And then he yeah, it took it him out. It took him a minute. We never lied. We never lied that we weren't. He just didn't think we were. And then once he was like calling us out, we were like, too bad. We are. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you're not going to play us. And if you have nothing to lie about or, you know, yeah. then it won't matter. Yeah. But it did. And he, he, he found out that I wrote a declaration 
for you. Right. So that's what that right. scathing email was all about. I remember when he approached you about it and you were like, I have to tell him what I, I wrote a declaration for you yeah. and I'm not recanting it. Exactly. And you're like, he was not surprised or he was surprised. And I was like, he was, I think he thought that if he could schmooze me, I would recant my declaration. And I didn't. And I, and I told him that's why he even did what he did. Try to come back. I don't know. I don't know either. There's always, there's always, always a, a motive, a motive. It's always calculated. Next time on ex-wives undercover. I love you. And I'll take all these lie detector tests. So that didn't really, I, I was, I didn't want him anymore. I was right. like mentally checked out and I had been yeah. for a long time, but what really, which I didn't anticipate was the incredible amount of sadness I felt for Sydney yeah. and that me, oh. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, just devastated for her. I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. You're stuck with this monster. She has no one to defend her. And how unstable he is. And I know. So I I think that was what really um, made it easier for me to listen to what he had to say. And once again, if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review. And make sure to join our private Facebook group for even more juicy info. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And of course, you can always visit our site at www.xwivesundercover.com.